Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Banging to have you back and to have your ears listening to this. Uh, I'm Marcus, of course, and I've got two friends with me. Uh, one man who's no stranger to a red card or two. It's Luke. Colleagues. All right. <laughs> and uh, the man who would never dive, not even in the sea. It's Pete. Uh, Konnichiwa. Yeah? Yeah. A bit of an international flavour. Jim mm. is, of course, still up in Edinburgh doing some lols. At the Pleasant. Sorry if you're up there. Check him out. The French yeah. Festival, yeah. Mm. Doing, doing very well, I hear. Right then, time for the opening question, I suppose. Uh, at was a 99 has kindly tweeted in. Uh, tweeted in? Just tweeted, I think. Um, he's asking, what is the best performance you can recall from the first day of the season? He cites uh, a Quinn hat-trick uh, for Coventry at Arsenal back in the day. Not too shoddy. It's a good start. Shall I go first? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Cast your minds back to August 17th, 1996. Oh, no, um, I refuse. Or do it. <laughs> a couple of months previous, mm. a little lad known as the White Feather has scored a goal in the Champions League final. What's, what's his next career move, I hear you scream? <laughs> Middlesbrough, obviously. <laughs> Juventus to Middlesbrough? Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time Has that ever been a step up In the history of football <laughs> It's a step across <laughs> Two cup finals that season So yeah. the joke's on you Yeah well that's <laughs> it. Um, I'm not sure if you remember But um, they, on the first day of the season In 96 They had uh, They entertained Liverpool and um, they lost both of those cup finals. Wasn't I know, they? and got and got relegated. <laughs> yeah. um, but Ravinelli scored a hat trick on his debut against Liverpool. <laughs> Three equalisers against yeah. Liverpool. First one was a pen. Yeah, smashed it top corner after Janino mm. won it. And I thought I thought Janino wouldn't mind taking that, but Ravinelli's going. I'm having this. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It was back when Janino still had that awful acne. That sort yeah, of exactly, cleared yeah. up after he had like, a bit of surgery mm. on it. No, it's when he scored more goals. The more goals he scored, the spots disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And then Philippe Albert pointed it out to him once and he went, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, Wave yeah. the finger. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rather, second goal was like, a bit of a tap in, to be fair. But oh, you've got, you got to score him. Yeah. Yeah. And his third one was a nice bottom corner finish. It went in so slowly, as I recall. It trickled in yeah. past David James. The keeper was poorly positioned. David James wasn't good. David goal. James, poorly positioned, never. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm sure, um, speaking of David James, at the weekend, when he considered the goal, mm. um, he kicked the ball out of the stadium. <laughs> which is pretty good. <laughs> That's what the lower leagues will do to you. It's a good tactic to sort of... It's a stadium, is it? It's a good tactic to sort of show the fans, get their mind off it. Has <laughs> he kicked... That's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's gone. Did that yeah. go in? Yeah. Uh, nil nil. <laughs> so That's fine. Um, I'll tell you something else uh, mildly interesting about that <laughs> Liverpool um, Middlesbrough game was that uh, Liverpool. Uh, the first goal was by well, what's uh, his Beyond name? B. Beyond B. And yeah. I think that was the first goal of the Premier League season. 
Oh, right, okay. That year. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, it was an early one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was about five minutes in. But it was nice, though, that Ravinelli, we'd, obviously, we'd seen him play with Juventus, and what's he going to be like? Bang, hit the ground running. He scored about. Th- I mean, I think, it, I think he scored 33 goals that season. I think he got, he? I think he got 70 in the league, 7 in the cup, and 9 in the league cup. Oh, that's plausible. But it's a little bit um, up in the air because no one can seem to agree. But it's around 30 he got. He had a fantastic team, apart from Robbie Mustard. Slavery was still kicking around as well. Curtis Fleming, that him as well. Curtis Fleming, yeah. Leave off all of them. Lovely. Uh, Pete, what have you got for us? Um, Well, I was actually going to go for Ravinelli, so I can't have that one. I'll go for Beckham versus Wimbledon. (laughs) Oh, the halfway line. We saw, who was it in in goal now? Uh, It was Sullivan uh, for Wimbledon, off his line, and he just had a crack, and it was beautiful. He'd only recently got. uh, What number had he been given? It wasn't number. It wasn't seven, was it? It was. Um... But that was the same season. And if you if you compare it to the, which we'll go on to in a minute, this year's opening season doesn't compare. No, <laughs> no it really doesn't. Because someone scored from behind the halfway line, and someone's got a hat trick on their debut against Liverpool. I love it. I love a bit of that. Thing. <laughs> Not that too shoddy. The Premiership the... years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If only. Um, I'm going to go for another hat trick. Um, this was in the. Uh, 97-98 season I think it was He said Dion Dublin hat-trick Three oh, goals for Coventry Against Chelsea I don't remember it Talk me through 3-2 A couple of headers uh, Standard and, Yeah of course yeah. Dublin my well, it was Chelsea had uh, The likes of LeBouf Le And uh, you know De Hoy and go on mm. goal And it was that team And uh, Chelsea should have won the game I think they were 2-0 or 2-1 up Certainly Coventry came from behind And Dion Dublin with a bit of a smash and grab Dion Dublin played the back for Manchester United Against Celtic in a charity game last week Yeah He he looked alright Yeah of course he did (laughs) I'll tell you who else played Who's that? Big Kino Roy King Roy uh, King played Who was the fellow of the incredible Not the incredible punk Owen Coyle played in a match recently Did he? I I I didn't see him in that one who was, who's the, the actor The 300 actor um, who played Oh the yeah Gerald Butler played Who looked, yeah. who looked, playing. Yeah. Who, who looked at, uh, With uh, Larson um, oh, Larson played up front For Celtic yeah He what scored like Five like? or something yeah, He was yeah. brilliant what was like? He looked he was, average he, he looked average He had really long Sort of curly hair And he He had muscles On top of his muscles Oh he's a big fella Ridiculous yeah. Yeah. Good Uh Luke's got the points I'm afraid. Get in there <laughs> I did the research for that Highlighted notes Extra notes Printouts It's worth it Alright Geeky Yeah but we'll be winning Going for global Yeah later. we'll see won't we oh, yeah. that's, I that's, didn't even get a guess in Last week on that <laughs> Keep your eyes on the prize yeah. <laughs> say. Right oh the Premier League um, Is upside down No it isn't It started And Bolton the top of the league 4-0 against Queen's Park Rangers What a start what Gary a Cahill With one of the goals Of the weekend He's got to be gone, hasn't he? He's got to, get, <laughs> he's got to be going to Arsenal, hasn't he? Yeah. Even though it was a great goal, it was a bit of a swinger. No. Oh, come on. Everything's right. a swinger. If it does, that if was goes, placed. That was, no, 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 no. You can't say... He did not place you, that in the top goal from 20 can, yards. Yes, he did. Placed. You can't come on this show and say stuff like that <laughs> about <laughs> a man like Gary Cahill. Sorry, Marcus, but I'm used to a, a little bit of a better opening day for the season, like 1996. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great goal. It was a great goal. Like all things British, the past is better. Yeah. Um, uh, Very disappointing for Kibia. To be honest, Kibia had a pretty good first half, actually. They Cam- didn't Cam- actually... played, all right. They didn't actually post. play that bad. No, I mean it's a comical own goal by Gabadon. Ah, sure. And, and, and a bit of a bit of an unlucky deflected goal as well. Could have done without getting a sending off as well. You don't need that first uh, match of the season. You, you certainly don't. Um, I, do you know what? I I think a lot of people have forgotten about QPR when talking about for the relegation. Or they think, oh, they've got a lot of money and one thing and another. I don't know if they've got as much cash to spend. They've spent like a million. They've yeah, spent normal. They've got money, but they've just not invested it. And the ownership um, situation is is up in up in the air at the moment. That's right. They want Colin Wanker out And they want to bring in That's 
what I thought. I thought they must not be giving him money else, because they, they want yeah. to get rid of the man. I think it's nice to have Neil Warnock back in the Premier League. It's nice to have, hear a manager sort of say things, well, we're, we're going to give it a go. It's nice to uh, he, He's not had that many... He's had chances in the championship, and he's you know he, yeah. he's that's kind of his level. But he's never really had the money. He's never really had the support up, up, uh, within. If he's the been in the boys. Premier League, he's got there off his own back. He's got to. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He's never been given a Premier League job. No, exactly. well, he might have done, but not as far as I remember. Yeah. But someone made a good point about QPR. Actually, I forget who it was, but a pundit over the weekend said that um, the, the biggest problem QPR might have this season is that it's really important to defend from the front and work really hard in the Premier League. Yeah. And they've yeah. got Tarat and Boothroyd up front, <laughs> who aren't really going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> He looked heavy. He well, looked big. DJ Campbell's good. good oh, he he would definitely do it. Yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, I actually. think so. Yeah. Well, did you hear this story recently that um, <laughs> we were talking about the takeover and all? Dunga, ex-Brazilian manager and player, has suddenly come out and said that uh, Queens Park Rangers owe them owe him seven hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, so this comes from when he apparently lent um, some money before the current owners were, yeah. were there um, to, to pay bills and all sorts of stuff like that, and apparently refusing to pay it back. That must He's have an been investor invested in his daughter's clothing. Dunga's den. Dunga's den. Yeah, so uh, a great win for Bolton, great start for them. Rings up Alex McLeish I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what a good point for Norwich? Yeah, uh, yeah. Away to Wigan. Bit of a bit of a uh, fumble by Al Habsey, who I thought was decent last season. Yeah, Al Habsey had a great year last year, so it was a shame for him. Uh, but, but Paul Lambert enjoyed that one, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> See him celebrate. Pumped his fist. So he should be first yeah. goal in, in the. In He's the quite an understated chap, Paul Lambert. He doesn't give him much away in his interviews or anything mm. like that. Yeah. Um, I liked um, the fact that we got another fatty in the Premier League in Grant Holt. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a big lad. Oh yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think we're all happy about that. <laughs> um, uh, what about Liverpool Sunderland? One each game of two hours. Yeah, it was. Suarez's Suarez, Suarez, penalty was appalling. <laughs> it was like a, like we said it the other week, it was like a volley, wasn't it? It's, it's about, I'm, I'm not joking, I paused Two the, yards. Uh, I paused the Sky Plus at the point the ball was above the crossbar, and I reckon it was about four feet over the bar. <laughs> that was rugby stuff, that was. <laughs> he got some take some doing. It. <laughs> was it was it ascending off peak, Kieran Richardson? Yes, I think so. <laughs> All right, that's that then. <laughs> you can't say that wasn't surely. He was he was gunning for him as soon as it took it. He, he got it past him. I, I think it was just right. He's gone down. It was a woeful error to I start think, with. I th- it was. I think the only thing in de- his defence was it was a tangle of legs. He doesn't try to clip him or anything. No. Yeah. The only thing the only thing the rules say is that the FIFA rules say laws of the game, um, which I think we'll probably come on to in a minute, well, <laughs> uh, say that he has to be travelling towards goal. Now that's open to interpretation. Well, the referee indicated he was going out wide, but it's open to interpretation because technically speaking, the striker's not really ever going to be going away from goal unless he has to. Anyway, yeah, you know. if you're running towards the goalkeeper, if you're going to take a shot, you don't necessarily want to run right into him because mm. you're narrowing your angles there. You're trying that's to right. get around but him. It's, right? it's, it's so the sensible world. So opens the law open to abuse because basically, technically speaking, as soon as the striker comes towards the goal. Keeper and takes a touch out wide to go round him. You can just butcher him, and you won't get it off. He's not booking. Throw your show at him. And Richardson did the thing. One of the great things about football. I found a chink in the armor of the laws. I'm sure there are many more. One of the great things about football, the universality of it, is that. We've all done that. We've all had a, made a massive error, and the strikers charged one now. Something you've I've got to sort this out. I have, I have got to put this right. And I've, I've, I've seen you do that. Given though. away a penalty yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on five aside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah, I've got Suarez down for top score, and I was about to kind of. Go. Oh, he was decent apart from that. Yeah, but he got his goal. Soon after. Richard, Richardson, speaking of Richardson a little bit earlier on, he, he played. Uh, he continued his, his fine sort of season he had last season. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed I, I watching him right play. Player. I thought he was. I thought he was given the run around a bit. 
Yeah, I, I genuinely do, but I don't think he's a bad player. I think with I think with Sunderland, there's a lot of players that need to uh, Where's Brown work together. They're just say, yeah. he's signed pretty much a whole new team. It's Where's incredible. Look? Lovely goal from Larson. Yes, and he's probably a good addition. I'd it's imagine. a great, great bit of technique. I think we're all looking forward to seeing Connor Wickham, though, aren't we? Mm. Great thing, he's made of. great thing about Suarez is that he genuinely—I know I wax lyrical about him every week, it seems—but he doesn't let it get to him. No, he misses a right. chance, or he, he does. He's so confident, and he's always up and at him, and he's really hard working. So well. what was that, like seven minutes in or something? That's not a great start early to the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, but he could have, he could have, he could have completely faded into yeah, security yeah. after that, you know. Sven Goran Eriksson always says the best players don't beat themselves up about things like that. Exactly. And Sven says it. It's gospel. It's, it's done, yeah. Um, it's normal. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> oh, come on then. Uh, Newcastle versus Arsenal. Uh, not a great game. Uh, awful exa- football. Let's call it what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most disappointing standards of football games I've ever seen. See, I thought it was for, for the league it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and probably the best player on the pitch ended up getting sent off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had, a, he had quite a good. Um, he put himself about quite a bit, and it was nice to see. Good I start love for Javinho though. Yeah. I love Javinho's versatility of position where he can yeah. play across. All, his, his final product wasn't great, but he plays on the left, through the middle, on the right. Difficult yeah. to mark because oh, he doesn't yeah. know where he yeah. is. Yeah, he, he, dra- he drags players all over the place. Yeah. Stephen Taylor didn't know where he was half Ty- the time. A typical Arsenal. Is that, is that, is that fair, normal? Though? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He, he played well, to be fair. Um, but he did get sent off. Um, I. Th- I think Joey Barton was involved in a couple of incidents. <laughs> uh, the first one, obviously, Song should have got sent off at the stamp. There's no two ways about that. No, well, I don't know why the fourth official didn't pipe out. He's right in front of him. Mm. It was such an innocuous yeah, thing, though. He didn't, he, he didn't forcibly sort of stamp it down. He was just sort of a stand, wasn't it? It was just kind of like a clear sort of like, no, you do that again. But he, he intended to do it. It's yeah, just it, off. It, it, yeah, off. yeah, it's a sending off. But um, it, it wasn't. Uh, I could understand why they might have missed that. And then Jovino raised his hands. Yeah. Now. What have you got there, Luke? Well, this has been discussed to death, no doubt, while the time this comes out on Wednesday. Mm. But everyone seems to think that raising your hands um, means you get sent off. Which, I mean... Which, means asking a which, question. Don't bother appealing for an offside. I'm going to tell you what, you're off. But um, basically, it's not, that's not the case. I mean, I'll, I'll read you very quickly the, the FIFA laws of the game, which mm. say, sending off offences are as follows. Serious foul play, violent conduct, spitting, denying the oppo- opposing team a goal or obvious goal-scoring opportunity by deliberately handing the ball... Um, denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity to an opponent by um, offence punishable by a free kick or penalty kick, um, or using offensive, insulting or abusive language, or receiving a second caution in the same match. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying you can't um, interpret um, Javino's actions as maybe serious foul play yeah, or violent yeah. conduct. I think it was enough. spitting. <laughs> But one of, the, one, of the, one of the things is though. I'm glad spitting's on that list. Actually, as well. <laughs> if that's the case, Barton should have walked because he's, he's very his conduct was violent when he pulled Jovini off the ground. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of I think the severity is very different. Like, I, I think it was two yellows until Jovino did slap him. But, he slapped he slapped him. Bottom line, but when he did that, the ball was still in play. So that's a, that's a penalty. What do you mean? What, well, the, when Barton's yeah, grabbing Trevino and bringing him up to the ground. Yeah, that's that's, an, inter- that's yeah. an interesting point. I don't think that's ever going to be given as a penalty. It should though. be, though. Well, it, yeah, it could well be. And by the way, um, Peter Walton's back was to the, uh, to the to the whole thing anyway. Didn't see you hardly any. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was a Newcastle attack when it actually happened, wasn't it? Newcastle mm. on the attack. I, tell you, so, it, I think it showed that it wasn't a great opening weekend because so much has been said. Yeah, I was doing the minute by minute and the and on, on the yeah. dot com and all the on all the all the emails came. In. And but, on the contrary to popular opinion, I was actually doing the Twitter. Okay, yeah. and so much uh, was said on there about Barton. But what? Do, so let me ask you two then. Yeah. For you, yeah. if you were the referee, what would you have given for everything? So you'd have gone two yellows, two reds. What would you have done? I, I'd have probably sent them. But, mm, if no, I, would, I would have given it, if I'd seen it all they would have it would have been the exact same thing and Song would have gone off as well I yeah think. I think I know I don't think I'd have sent Barton off 
Okay. I you see that all the time. Yeah. It's two yeah. yellows, it's two fellas having a bit of a scrap I, I, the, the only reason I'm saying that is because I've just read out the, the, the laws and that's what it said. I'm not saying that it realistically would happen, but that is basically what, what should happen. Yeah, sure. Um, but it was good to see Barton on the, on the tweets. Uh, one thing you can say about Barton, whether you like him or not, <laughs> yeah. he fronts up and, yeah, he'll, he does, and, yeah. and, he'll, and he'll try and explain himself. I think, I think he's alright, Barton. I, I, I tell you what, 99% of those Arsenal supporters will be leaving uh, th- that ground, certainly the way support, going, I absolutely hate Joey Barton. Sign him up. You know, because yeah, if there's one pl- sort of player that yeah. Arsenal lead, and to be fair, pretty much every t- team that just soaks up all the hatred, all the pressure, and you know when the chips are down, he, mm. he, he, he sort of rallies a little bit, and you know, yeah. he, he's got quality as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got qu- well, not not in the uh, in the free kick sticks or the dead or the ball situations today, or the hair sticks. But no, but he normally has. He just had a, ba- a bad game. Yeah, he the, did. The, yeah, the, yeah, the general standard of set piece was poor, but but um, he also rang into the six oh six with Robbie Savage, mm. and, and I, I wouldn't say he gave a brilliant account of himself. No, he, I th- he patched I asked a couple of listeners, a couple of callers. But yeah, like if you, he, he sort of kept repeating this sort of mantra. If you ever play football at a certain level, it's just kind of like he was sort of tying himself in knots. To be honest, I don't think he really knew what his point was. To be, to be fair, honest, it's, it's not easy for him to come out and say that. He doesn't have to do it. So fair play. No, to we him. can we can agree that it's better than just the empty platitudes that are rolled out. I particularly enjoyed um, his uh, Alan Shearer tweet where he said, <laughs> "Crap opinions, crap claws." Shut it, slaphead, or something like that. Crap and views, I, I crap thought shoes I, and crap views. I think crap shoes, crap views. I can't argue with that. Slaphead. I can't argue any of that. <laughs> I did, no, did, did Dan Shearer then go? I don't know who this player is. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. <laughs> Hand me my dossier. Oh yeah. no, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. No, I uh, to go off subject for a minute. I listened to the six oh six stuff. Yeah. And then there was a caller, I can't remember if it was immediately after, yeah. or, or soon after, and he phoned in, and uh, I forget his name and, and perhaps where he was from, but he was he was a Man United fan, and he wanted to talk about that, he was like, well, I think we need to sign Wisney Snyder. Oh, he's from the West Country. And, uh, well, in my head he was. <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, and, and, and Robbie Savage was like, okay, yeah, and he went, another thing, I, I know he's been great for the club, but I'm not sure Sir Alex Ferguson has done as much as he could for Manchester United <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think Alex Ferguson knows that if he's really honest with himself brilliant <laughs> Robbie Savage is just like you're on another planet mate <laughs> his first point was he was like why not he went well I wouldn't have let Beckham go he <laughs> wouldn't let Beckham go <laughs> and Robbie Savage went oh yeah but he brought in Ronaldo he goes well I've had them both there <laughs> he goes I'd have moved Beckham in the centre midfield his, his next point was oh I love it I thought he let Diego Forlan go too early <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then he went. I'd have signed Tevez two years before he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "How old would Tevez have been?" I don't know. I'd have gone over to Argentina and I got a little fella called Messi. I know he would have got a human killing robot called <laughs> Ventar from the planet Doodle Fart. <laughs> it was, it was uh, the, the biggest waste of time I've ever. <laughs> the producer must have just been laughing. Oh my goodness! And then he started on Berbatov. Well, I don't, I'd have rather had Tevez and Berbatov. And he's like Robbie Savage. Like, he was your top goal scorer, joined top goal scorer last season. Yeah, well, uh, Tevez is more an inspirational player. It's just like, oh, <laughs> hold off. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love. I love. I love it. <laughs> I bloody love it. That sounds like the best call since that guy called in and started having a go at Love Joy. Oh, the out of breath. Well, got really excited. <laughs> yeah, that's class. Now then, transfer news in the Premier League. It's coming from North London, ladies and gentlemen. It's Robbie Keane. He's going to go and join the LA Galaxy, by the looks of things, to be with D-Beck. That's, Gen- a, that's a the three big million one. Move. <laughs> He's the big <laughs> one. Yeah. Generic joke about his boyhood club. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> he can't. Yeah. Um, well, that's a funny one for Robbie Keane, do you think? I think he's a little bit too young for that. Yeah. I don't know, but then again... <laughs> Massive disrespect I'd move to the MLS. I'd, I'd, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd move to Los Angeles uh, now, but... Yeah. yeah. 
in, in your Pompey. In your well, you, you won't be well received after that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, think, I think he's a little bit able-bodied for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit disrespectful, isn't it? Well, come on. You'll just turn up and do your cockney accent. Nah, mate, never said that, did I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, elsewhere in North London, uh, Cesc Fabregas has moved to Barcelona. That come from nowhere. Has it? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that coming? It's almost like looking at him in the shirt, because I don't necessarily like Barcelona shirt this season, as no, much I, I did either. last season. It looks um, unfinished, someone It says. does, yeah. yeah. And I just sort of think, oh, you've let yourself down there. You could have been wearing UNICEF last season. <laughs> well, and that lovely big Arsenal badge. Could be at Real Madrid <laughs> with those gold numbers. Yeah. Those really pretentious gold numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly a, a mistake. It's a good move for, for Fabregas, obviously, good with Barcelona. He'll add something there. Yeah, I think he will. I mean, as someone pointed out, he's he's the top assist maker, I think, last few seasons in the Premier League. Yeah. And maybe if Barcelona I don't necessarily automatically need him, and you sort of must think, well, where's he going to play? But they need a squad. Yeah. They're going to be competing on the, on the number well, of the fronts, always, That's know. the one thing that people would often say is that he's a lot younger. Thin. He's a lot younger than Xavi as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah long term maybe he'll mm. replace Xavi. You know, if you look at uh, yeah, you forget he's twenty uh, four, is he? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. You sort of look at um, Arsenal fans have got to be absolutely beside. I just need to sign right. players. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just put your hand in your pocket. Is, is Nasri definitely out of the word? I don't want to get club. on the back of Wenger because it's a bit of fashionable to do so at the moment. But I mean, he doesn't do himself any favours. Like the whole world knows that Fabregas is going to Barcelona. Yeah, and he, he yesterday he was saying, "Oh, no one's leaving." Yeah, no one's no. leaving. Well, they I are. As this on the radio, it, it, somebody um, I can't remember who sort of uh, said it, but he, it's like um, Chemical Ali. Oh, yeah, in the, yeah, in the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's weird. He's, he's <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he is weird. No, but like, it is this sort of well, you encrypted know. kind of stuff in the press conferences and all. Mm. He's been doing that for a lot of seasons, but he's been successful. So it's kind of like now he's he's had a couple of seasons without anything. I think yeah. we're sort of starting to overanalyze. Jim's uh, listening his... to this just fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's like shouting back from his headphones. <laughs> no one can hear him. He won't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Jim. Uh, all right, let's uh, go down to the championship. West Ham they beat Doncaster away. Kevin Nolan. With uh, with a nice goal there. Yeah, I think they did all right, and it was a, it was a great ball in and a good finish by Nolan. And he and he's far, just the bottom line is he's too good for that division. Yeah, and did he should be did see, He did a lovely deft sort of chip that hit the bar. Oh, mm. beautiful! That should have gone in. Yeah. You're looking good at like, with like a, five, uh, a four five one. They really packed the midfield. It's brilliant. But Pete, it's mad. It's madness that he's even playing that division. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. He's too, too young for that division yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right uh, It's nice to see a lot of Hammers smiling It's been such a long time <laughs> Watching them win a match um, uh, Millwall uh, beat Steve McLaren's Forest 2-0 Not the best of starts for Forest yeah. With one point in their opening two games Why don't you predict them to go up Pete? That'll sort them out <laughs> won't it? Yeah. It's uh, like a tale of two keepers just dicking around yeah. Like it would come to them And they'd try and just take on a player Or just sort of do a couple of volleys and stuff Was he Geeta in the crowd? It was, it was absolutely insane I don't know what, what had got into them McLaren well, was quite McLaren was quite funny in the post-match presser he said um, what did he say oh we could still be playing right now we, we still wouldn't score we could still be playing tomorrow and we wouldn't score we need to sort it out that's irrelevant Steve we, <laughs> so, we? in the highest possible degree one of, the, uh, one of the things I wanted to point out was Burnley uh, played Crystal Palace yes uh, Eddie Howe mm. Dougie Friedman mm. you won't find two more handsome managers in English football going head to head that weekend 
Because you have Mourinho and Pep, I know that. Oh, I, I was looking at the SPL chat coming up. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jeffries has gone. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, fair, fair point. I was Friedman. Is he? I think he's. Quite, I, I like him. Yeah, he's just kind of handsome. Yeah, okay, fair handsome enough. Sort of, Rugged. He's got a nice Scottish accent as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably says more about me than it does him, to be honest. Yeah, smart. <laughs> who you fancy rather yeah. than who is actually attractive? Uh, Sven lost as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Another England manager <laughs> down on his luck. The big new gem. The big new almost scored as well. All most oh. scored my goodness uh, righto in Scotland hearts back to winning ways <laughs> with the new manager Paolo Sergio he was the man who was at po- that Sporting not so long ago I didn't realise that until mm. today yeah bit of pedigree there mm. who, yeah. who are top of the league at the moment it's someone odd Motherwell there it is <laughs> is that odd is that disrespectful is the that well they, they snatched a late winner against uh, the mighty St Mirren and they're top they've played a game more than uh, Rangers or Celtic so you would you would fancy them to not be top for too long but yeah. you, ne- you never know in Scotland do you no. um, <laughs> you really <laughs> don't <laughs> uh, now before we leave the great British Isles in a way, it's, like a, it's oh. like a many it's like a very very exceptionally well written thriller isn't it <laughs> just turns you one way and the other the S- the SPL. you don't know which way you're going yeah. who done it who done it <laughs> um, uh, now before we leave the great British Isles in search of uh, some European football uh, Pete You've got something for us. I've got something for you, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of footballers on Twitter, but by and large, they're mostly just idiots talking about, I don't know, what they've bought or what they're going to do or what they're going to see. But I want to call this feature The Life and Times of Sammy Amiobi. <laughs> Sammy Amiobi, as you probably know, is a footballer for Newcastle well, United. Oh, so <laughs> He's better than his brother. Yeah, better yeah. than me. And you ten years your old Newcastle shirt kind of qualified as well on that Russian. Uh, and yeah, so he has a, a Twitter account. And he's clearly a, a sweet, mixed-up boy who never lets life get him down, no matter what no. befalls him. Um, is, is this it, real? It, yeah, it, it sounds is. like it's, a cartoon. These are, all, these are all just... I've gone through Sammy Amiobi's... Um, is that three, his Twitter bio? History. <laughs> <laughs> through his Twitter history. Um... 20th of June Clearly concerned about Newcastle losing one of their best players Sammy asks Twitter Where is everyone finding this info that Shola wants out? I can't find it anywhere (laughs) Just ring him Ring ring your brother Sammy (laughs) Ring your brother 26th of June How I managed to find a train ticket for £15 to King's Cross I will never know (laughs) Where was he coming from? (laughs) 10th of July 9pm Just scored the best goal ever on FIFA I should get an award for it Oh 9.30 does Entourage start tonight Then five minutes later What does Entourage start tonight <laughs> 11th of July Accidentally stood on my MacBook Pro And cracked the screen Oh um, no. 12th of July I've literally been lying in bed Playing solitaire on my iPad For the past two hours Hashtag What <laughs> 17th Seriously need to learn how to cook I'm so hungry Hashtag where's mum <laughs> <laughs> 19th <laughs> Holland tomorrow Won't miss this weather 20th Went and forgot my passport at home <laughs> 21st So they decided to take my training kit to America Just not me LOL <laughs> He's happy about that He's absolutely I love it. He's got <laughs> nothing to train in I can't believe his luck <laughs> He's murking himself. 25th, t- at Tommy Amiobi, his brother who play- now plays in Iceland. Uh, do you need your 65 sheets back? <laughs> Lending each other money on Twitter. Text him, for fuck's sake. 29th, 5th of August. Want to go and watch the reserves tonight, but don't know where the stadium is. A postcode might help. <laughs> His first he five know where the reserves He's been in the reserves for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> 9th of August. My dream and reality. Hashtag simultaneous. 
<laughs> That's my favourite one. Eleventh. Uh, How far is Scunthorpe? Right. the tool that and he then, Does he think Scottish like a, a Google? <laughs> I think he is, yeah. 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 Um, he's like that sort of uh, fellow who gave his dad a Twitter account. Old man search. Old yeah. man search, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, Sammy and me all be search. Um, this is, oh, these were from yesterday. They did make me laugh. Oh, dear. Went to get something out of the boot of my car. Ended up dropping my car and house keys down the drain. I feel like crying. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I've got a spare screw getting them out. Then five <laughs> minutes later, after everyone pointed out that if someone knew where Sammy lived, they'd be able to fish him out the drain and rob his house <laughs> slash steal his car. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy tweeted, hmm, never thought of that. Whoops. Half an hour later, missed most of the first half fishing my keys out of drain. <laughs> Hashtag disgusting. Who scored for West Brom? <laughs> And then finally for now The dirty water has short circuited my car keys Hashtag gutted <laughs> You gotta do those Sammy Amiobi Oh what he does he... make me What is that boy like? Brilliant Righty ho It's uh, time to go to Spain for the Super Copa Or the Super Cup It's a great game wasn't it? Real Madrid 2, Barcelona 2 David Veer with the pick of the bunch What a, what a goal What a hit it's, it's obviously easier said than done but he's one of the best players in the world at cutting in like that. Yeah, and absolutely. I just think that every single time I know it's a bit sort of childish, but show him down the line. Yeah, I, know, I, know yeah, no, I know he's David Villa, but show David Villa, but show him down the line. But he's, I mean, it's a great hit anyway. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. But I mean, it seemed a little bit sort of. It's almost like you could predict it happening. Well, if you'd watch like the Champions League final, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was a superb game, quite end to end. And uh, I thought Real Madrid deserved to win it. Friend of the ramble, Xavi Alonso. Oh yeah, 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 getting amongst it. Don't get many, but do you do you think that Real Madrid deserved to win it? Yeah, yeah, maybe shaded it. Mm. I enjoyed, um, uh, I enjoyed uh, Pepe's tackle, shall we call it? People on Twitter sort of saying, "I think he got a bit of that ball." What? <laughs> what? Are they on the <laughs> I know that Alves made the most of it. It's a repeat of what happened before, but it was a reckless tackle. He likes, a, he likes a good old rake. <laughs> I, I don't. I was trying to think, think of this today. Does he just do that against Barcelona, or is it just in general? Because he, he's quite a dirty player in general, isn't he? He's a, he he's a bit fair, of a beast. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned. He with. runs so quickly, quickly towards that ball. It's just like, oh my god, I would, I would yeah. hide the ball. I'd run away from the ball <laughs> with the ball on the. the <laughs> <shirt>. <laughs> he's frightening. The, the highlight for me was um, Messi sort of changing direction by bouncing himself off a player. Oh, oh, so yeah, it's yeah, beautiful, yeah. Jackie Chan and stuff. <laughs> he's there cutting there as well. Messi. Messi has, yeah. Yeah. Still not tainted his uh, skills. No, and it, and it shouldn't do. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, look forward to the um, the second leg. Well, also, um, one thing that's yeah. interesting is Barcelona go to Malaga on the first day of the season in the league, and that'll mm. be a you know, clash of the hopefully clash of the new titans because Malaga have got, as we said before, an awful lot of money, and they've signed an awful lot of players. So it'd be interesting mm. to see how they get on the way at Malaga. Yeah, I still fancy Barcelona. Oh, I do, but you know, yeah, no, but I'm trying to put some sort of subject <laughs> into that league. <laughs> yeah. Help me uh, out. It's, it's, a, it's a fair point. Um, in the Bundesliga, uh, Huntelaar with a hat trick for Schalke, five-one. It's almost. I thought for a while because his first one was a penalty, but his right foot. Then he scored a header, and I thought perfect hat trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his last one was his right foot as yeah. well. Raul's Ra- Ra- scoop goal. Oh. Oh, the glorious. pick of the bunch, sort of fed through and just. Ah, love it! It's five one, wasn't it? It was five yeah, one uh, against was Cologne. It was um, Cologne went ahead as well in that game. They did Podolski, yeah, Podolski, Hantelar, and, and Raúl amongst the goals. Yeah. Nice little stars. What more do you want, you lot? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Bayern Munich, they they uh, won the against Wolfsburg at Wolfsburg, ninetieth minute winner. Um, not a bad goal. They're off the mark. I yeah. love the Volkswagen uh, Arena. I love that. It's just it's like, almost like a wall of death. 
They're so vertical. They yeah. just seem so tall. The stadiums Wonderful. in Germany are great. We talked about Dortmund Stadium being mm. one as well. But even Bayern's new stadium, it's nice to see... It's not um, anymore though, is it? Well, well no, okay, yeah. but they um, but they, they moved there, you know, in the last... Five, five, for the World Cup, wasn't it? So five years yeah, ago. Yeah, something mm. like that. But it was nice, it, it's kind of, looks a bit more old-fashioned, right on top of the of the pitch, that kind of thing. Mm. So, uh, yeah, good stuff from Germany. Dortmund lost a tournament, Dortmund, at uh, Hoffenheim. Yeah, I saw some links um, that Goetzel was linked with United, actually, which mm. would be a shame. I wouldn't want to see that happening, because I'd like, mm. I'd like to see how he gets on in the Champions League with Dortmund. Indeed, indeed. Uh, in France, uh, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, they drew away to Rennes. Uh, um, so yeah Not the best of starts To the league there. Gamero um, got his first goal I think though He did he, He's off and running uh, Lille lost at home To Montpellier That's a poor result That's a funny result yeah. That is isn't it Now Pete Have you heard of uh, Madibo Maiga The uh, Marlin international Who's refusing to play For his club at Socho As he wants to move To Newcastle United Yeah that's kind of What happened with uh, Denver Bar When he went to West Ham He just sort of went I am not playing I want to go there But it's like <laughs> This yeah. guy's got Has he got three years Left on his contract <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to really Put him on the song And go No no You seem to be Fundamentally mistaken As how this works <laughs> <laughs> You're playing for us At the moment They don't even want you They've just been on the phone <laughs> I love it There's so many players In Europe Just think English Premier League Money yeah. Get me the, over the, there the, the thing, I'm not moving The thing yeah. with Padre And Newcastle Is they've come up So many times This past few weeks Sort of going We're in for this guy We're in for this guy And the agents Sort of going they have not, uh, They've not even given us like 10% of the money that, yeah, that, that they expect and it's all just lip service but they are Newcastle are in very real danger of signing a player there <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've been hoisted of, by their own petard there it reminded me of something that Pardew said um, on Saturday night which I might be reading a bit too much into but he sort of alluded to the fact that he had a couple of um, not bust-ups but disagreements with Ashley and is it Lambius as well yeah, yeah. about how players he wanted and, and he's not been able to get them and and it just goes back to what we were saying last week about the amount of money they're not investing but anyway yeah, they're, they're, they're offering like peanuts Apparently they're sort of going to play. So, you know, Enrique said when just as he moved, obviously he moved in the week, and yeah. uh, he basically said uh, the club came out and said we've offered him a really good contract, and he said they've offered me the same money, and I might get a bit more if we finish in the top half. You know, yeah. it's like that's not how to keep a player that's clearly wanted by people. One, yeah. one of the best performing in terms of statistics and options, that's right. Yeah, one yeah. of the best one left backs mm. in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, Enrique. yeah, incredible. You know, incredible. Uh, yeah, and a, a club like Newcastle really need a player like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, now then, in Italy, uh, Samoletto is in talks um, with the, the Russian club Anzi. Which I personally think would be a very odd move. I can only think of about twenty million reasons every year <laughs> why I go there. <laughs> but I just, I really. I don't understand that I mean I still think He's one of the best strikers In the world He's a fantastic player He's, he's had and, and, and one of the big points As well He's had terrible Racist abuse Wherever he's gone so, well, Russia's not the answer well, according, according to James Appel He writes our Russian yeah. blog Some of those um, Anzi um, fans Are almost professional racists yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You think you've had racism in Italy yeah. You haven't seen nothing yet yeah, yeah, No yeah. seriously Seri- yeah. I mean it's, it's absolutely disgusting He's not going to be short of a few Bob either Eto. No that's, I just can't understand yeah. it I really I'd love can't. to see him come to the Premier League Oh wouldn't we all Yeah. yeah. Well he, he has hinted that there was um, A move to England as, as an option but what, Was it Portsmouth? Many... Oh no, we got Ben Jarni instead So that's fine Ben Jarni as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, him and Carno up front. Um, <laughs> he's too young for Russia. <laughs> yeah, he's too black for Russia. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it really is. It's a facetious point, but it is. But, a, it's, but it also is one of those things where it's like, well, what, what will it take for it to improve? More black players being over there, presumably, yeah, yeah. but possibly not. Uh, yeah, it, but it, it, the, the sort of players that are going over there, they're not necessarily going to play their football. They're going over there finan- for financial yeah. reasons, and which uh, will mean they'll get more people on their back because they'll think they're just mercenaries. And yes, they'll have a true. Yeah. But Wagner loves not one of them. 
No, it's really he's been tearing up that league. Yeah. Um, and Odin Wingate played well, of course, and he got a load of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely right, well. that's true. I agree with you, so it's a strange one. Yeah. Well, hopefully he doesn't go um, for his sake and ours. <laughs> uh, now, also in Italy, Atalanta have been docked six points, and their captain, Doni, has been banned for three and a half years for illegal betting. Yeah, he's 38, Doni, isn't he? So he's basically retired. He's now he's retired. Yeah. 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 I find this very odd as well because I know they've had their problems with uh, Signore and all that as well. Oh yeah, that's right. But I remember Doni's been a decent goalscorer midfielder, yeah, and yeah. he played for Italy as well a few times. Was he? And um, my, my overall point to this is that so, so Doni's played for Sampdoria. Mm. He's played for Atalanta for a while. And they got yeah. relegated and then came straight back up again. Mm. He's played for I um, oh, played for Real Mallorca. He went to Mallorca in Spain. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is he's not short of money. Mm. Let's be honest. He, yeah, he's, I, he's not a super yeah, rich it, it, footballer, it, it, but he's it, not short of money. Yeah, but it never ceases to amaze you. But why is he, so why is he doing it? Well, it's, it's, half the time it's just. Uh, they do it because they're bored and every every second Premier League player has got a, a problem with gambling you know they've all got they've yeah. all got problems with gambling this is match fixing not gambling yeah, but what I'm saying is it all comes from um, so it starts off to, like that yeah it starts okay, off right. like that and I presume it goes into well that could probably influence this if our bet you know, against us it's a horrible so. it's, a, it's a really really horrible thing to think about because it yeah, undermines yeah. the entire fabric of the, of the sport you know very much so, but then yeah. I don't know he, he might not have invested wisely he might have got to that age and just sort of looked instead at the abyss of his future career and just sort of thought I need to do something here I need one last yeah. payoff I don't know who knows and it's also very tempting to go into the sort of alright a little bit stereotypical sort of Italy yeah. organised crime sort of thing but that is a real problem in, um, in Italy yeah. still I mean something like Daniel De Rossi's father for example was, was, was I believe mm. you know was, was, was killed mm. um, all, all sorts of different dodgy connections and stuff so it, it obviously mm. does go on and like I said to you earlier we had the Signori thing yeah. I'm sure so it goes sort, on that sort of crap finds you rather than you have to yeah. you know, go hunting it out one yeah of course uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure it'll happen elsewhere but perhaps it's just a little bit more as you say stereotypical but it's a horrible way for a, for a, a sort of not illustrious but a, you know, no, it's yeah, a good yeah, footballer yeah, to yeah, yeah, career, you know. terrible stuff terrible stuff um, uh, now uh, in Romania there's uh, another lad who's been uh, banned as well Adrian Muti uh, from the national team has been banned for the rest of his career. It's a turn up, isn't it? The rest of his career. Yeah. Is Adrian Muti just a tra- really harsh, <laughs> unnecessary punishment? Well, sort of quite he, minor. Well, actually, mistake. I, I he's also having his third tour cut off. Yeah. <laughs> I say the rest. They do of his, late for training. <laughs> I say the rest of his career. Actually, the coach had, um, that him and West Brom's Gabriel Tamas, who's only twenty-seven, um, uh, they've been expelled for life from the national team. They won't be coming back any time. No, past their career, I wouldn't have thought. But, <laughs> exactly, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm 60. Can I play? No, you still can't <laughs> yeah, play. Still got the fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that apparently they were out on uh, a Monday night before a friendly match, which was played on Wednesday, but they were under strict instructions that that, that you couldn't go out, and they had a few drinks and whatnot, and that is a life ban. That's excessive. It is. That is what I would call zero tolerance. <laughs> wow. Were they somewhere? Where were they playing? Were they somewhere nice? Uh, I've no idea. I forget now. Uh, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they were away. Well, I'm not staying this hotel. Romania versus <laughs> Las Vegas. It yeah. was always going to cause problems. Yeah. That one. Uh, I didn't know that Mutu. Apparently, uh, Mutu's nickname with some of the Romanian fans is the Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to forget that at one point Mutu was looking like he could go on to be one of the world's very best strikers. That's I mean, right. He yeah, had, he's got bags and bags of talent. I mean, when I, it, I know him as the punished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The very sorry, powerful, fast. He's got. I don't want to sound like Alan Hansen, but he, you know he's got a he's lot. He's got his it all. Yeah. You look at him, Marcus. You know, you've seen him play. You look at him and you think he's got a lot of his locker. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. he was. He was that first. Was it six months for Chelsea yeah. or something like that? He was superb. Yeah. yeah. 
Really was um, And he's done well For Fiorentina Yes Into the Champions League They were um, A couple of seasons ago uh, Right Oh Now then Here's a little treat While we're in Romania While we're in <laughs> Romania um, Now you all remember Gigi Bacali Don't you Yeah <laughs> From last season You uh, will not let us forget the, him The, 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 <laughs> the football <laughs> owner And I heard that he had a seat At the European Parliament Recently He will do He will <laughs> He talked his he way just went in there And took it one day. <laughs> I'm having this Yeah Um well, his uh, his cousin Giovanni Bacali runs in the family, not just the name, but the the craziness. Um, he's been denying that he tried to bribe uh, the former remaining coach Adrian Mutu, <laughs> <laughs> Razvan uh, Luchescu. And he responded to these claims and said, I never give bribes to men, not even pretty men. It's not my thing. If Luchescu talks of bribe, it's bribes, it's because he wants one. He's a baby in a dirty nappy, crazed by his own stench. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, it, but I do like to be evil I like it when people fear me <laughs> Say what you like about the Bacallis But they've got an amazingly creative way with insults Haven't <laughs> they? They have, got, they have got a really good way of How putting it How good is that? He, he doesn't like to bribe men Not even pretty men, Pete That rules you I out I don't understand What's he, Is he alluding to prostitution of some, <laughs> of some form? I, I, like to, I like to have been there when Gigi Bacalli read that in the press He just sort of nodded his head and just went hey, Good lad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy That's my cousin Yeah <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, Right Right, off to the Americas. Um, Jürgen Klinsmann in charge of the US national team. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I don't know anybody. I think, uh, I think he's, he's initially proven you know, reasonably popular, actually, as well. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's lived uh, there forever, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he lived there when citizen? he was in charge he's of the German team. He's got team. citizenship there, hasn't he? I, I believe he was living there when, so. when he was managing Germany. Managing Germany yeah, that, that didn't go yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And uh, his first game in charge was one all draw with Mexico. Now then, staying on the uh, international scene in the Americas, we go south to Colombia, who are on the uh, lookout for a new coach as uh, Hernan Dario um, Bolillo Gomez has resigned from his post uh, being in charge of the Colombian national team after it emerged that he punched a woman in a bar. Well, it's better than hitting a woman with a bar, I suppose. But yeah. I mean, marginally, yeah. it's a different shade of. So he's just he's just lost his job, yeah. Well, he's resigned. Yeah. No further action. <laughs> Can I just take you back a couple of minutes to Mutu? Yeah. Banned for life for having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke's punching woman in a bar. Mutu didn't do that. There's no suggestion that Mutu did that. Yeah. Hey, the look. world's gone crazy. It, hasn't it gone crazy? Well, uh, according to uh, some of the reaction in Colombia, included a former player, Victor Hugo Aristezabel, who said, uh, This is so harsh. He's only human. <laughs> <laughs> With all hey lads, eh? Hey. Yeah. Are you with me? Where have we gone? Where have we gone? <laughs> We've all clenched our fists that we're with the bar, or have we? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, also, the, the Conservative Senator Liliana uh, Rendon said, this, <laughs> this woman must be partly to blame. Us women are manipulative. We have, Us that- women. <laughs> <laughs> we have this strand in our pathology. People should back off Borrelio. Uh, Am I right, girls? <laughs> <laughs> Just- She's the head of the AWI. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Colombia, have you oh, seen yeah. the, uh, obviously the un- obvious, I'm not saying obviously, but obviously the uh, under 20s World, World Cup, Cup yeah. is underway. Um, England have obviously been not- already knocked out. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
stand by Nigeria uh, and yeah. the Nigerian coach he's been getting a lot of attention because he's been wearing a cowboy style hat on the touchline oh, uh, John Abu like. I think yeah. I've not seen it does it look good a 10, oh. ten galliner yeah, yeah it, it does it look has good has he got a strap or he's got a selection <laughs> of, of hats I believe yeah. uh, I hope he's got one with corks what, around it one hat uh, in particular won him the man of the match awards <laughs> like <laughs> apparently uh, that's how it works like yeah like, TV viewers and a commentator like, I think maybe they, they vote they phone in or something in club I'm not sure how it works and a commentator said oh yeah he's man of the match for the hat <laughs> what dire standard how bad of the football? Players, yeah. How bad was the England Nigeria <laughs> match? The under twenty World Cup was meant to be quite decent. You often, <laughs> often young players, obviously, um, by definition, are found there. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Going for going for gold, gold. It's going for gold, people. Yes. No way. Yes, it's back. It, it is back. Somehow you, better, you put it past us again. You better get your <laughs> thinking cowboy hats on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Basically, what happens? I um, spit out a few facts. And figures uh, from one footballer's past, and you've got to figure out which football I'm talking about. Mm. You may interject at any moment to say, Peter, I would like a crack at this, mate, please. <laughs> by saying sell, stop. By saying it? stop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will award points uh, appropriately. Shall we begin? Oh, that means yes. I was born the 1st of September, two years after the summer of love. 69. I played at centre back, sometimes right back. Stop. Shut up I'm having a pop This is a fix if you Are you, get are it. you mental? He's 42 and he's a defender Right yeah. yeah Oh no I'll go for Maldini Incorrect, oh, Incorrect. I, was, I was about to kick off if you got that right <laughs> I shall continue <laughs> I didn't have a guess at all last time So I thought I'd get in there early My senior career began at Valarenga I had a trial at Manchester United in 1987 But couldn't get a work permit I was once the joint most expensive defender in Britain Stop in Britain? Yes, in Britain. Um, don't know. Uh, don't interject. Carry on, sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm up against a top, a top quality opponent here. <laughs> Thank you very much. There we go. We, we're, we're stepping up a gear here. Here okay. we go. I won 100 caps for a Scandinavian team. Oh, keep going. My middle. Stop. What? No, carry on. You stop. I'm going to impose sanctions. This is Ferguson mind games. <laughs> You're going to get a Glon lifetime ban in a minute, Muto style. <laughs> My middle name is Style. I don't believe this. I can't. I'm nothing. I'm I've got nothing in my head. <sighs> All right, it's a big one. I have won the Premier League with two different clubs. Stop. Henningberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In your face, man. That's one all. I am Henningberg, Blackburn and Manchester United defender, current manager of Lillestrom. Oh, good. That's Back a good one. Good yeah. one Pete. Here's a bonus for you. Uh, one of the few players who have won the Premier League with two different clubs. For a bonus point, who's the other two? Mark Hughes. Both still playing. Oh, uh, Gallas. No. Never won it with Arsenal. This is piss poor. It is, isn't it? They're both still playing for the same club. Oh, Ashley Cole? Yes. Of course. Ashley Cole. And, um... One more. Come on, lads. Anelka? Yes. Yeah. Three, three love to big Lukey Moore in your face it's weird that Henningberg's in the in with Ashley Cole and uh... oh, he's much better <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many international caps have those two got <laughs> exactly hmm. oh, I don't know, Cole's not that far off I think it's time for emails Marcus thank you for uh, for your email lady um, uh, let's have an email then um, okay I'll go first just a quick one uh, this is from Joel McMaster he says don't you guys reckon Sam Allardyce looks like your local butcher <laughs> Well, he doesn't know what my local butcher looks yeah, like. Good one, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know. I, I go. I go to the supermarket. 
Killing off local business. <laughs> I can see him sort of laying out butcher's grass on the side. Yeah, the, is that what it's called? Butcher's, butcher's grass. grass. There must yeah. be a name for that. Yeah, butcher's grass, isn't yeah. it? I like that. Yeah. yeah, he does look like a local butcher. To he be does. Fair. He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got an email, lads. Oh, some man called Jordan Ramblers. I recall the other day that I have had an encounter with a former footballer, which was the topic of emails from the 3rd of the 11th, 2010, in the show My Dad is Dennis Law. Geek. <laughs> <laughs> Leave off. Sorry. Uh, former Charlton striker Derek Hales became a PE teacher at my school in Kent, though this just involved refereeing football matches during games lessons. Hales' teaching style was firmly old school. He would swear at children occasionally and used <laughs> to have a vacant but psychotic stare, which was quite unsettling. Every so often throughout the matches, he would join one of the sides score a few goals with all the panache <laughs> of a striker who had the nickname Killer he just be- involved before yeah. returning to his officiating <laughs> after the games Hales would then hand out wagon wheels to members of the winning side though often forgot who he had given them to and ended up giving them out to everyone <sighs> at the time none of the children appreciated that there was a Charlton legend in our midst <laughs> and people were more interested in the rumour that he used to keep a shotgun in the boot of his car <laughs> <laughs> kids will do that which he definitely might <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if he still works there my memory is from roughly 2002 though wherever he is I'm sure he is still in full Charlton tracksuit thank you very much Jordan good brilliant yeah excellent super it's time for a profile yay and this week we've got Matthias Sindelar this man was considered the best player for the great Austrian Wunder team of the 1930s mm-hmm. nicknamed the Mozart of football yeah <laughs> Um, now, of course, that Austrian Wunder team were quite incredible. Hence, they were called the Wunder team, yeah. one of the great teams in the history of, of football. I think we can all agree. Um, some argue that um, Sindelar took the game into the modern era. He was one of the first footballers to feature uh, in advertisements and commercials. Was his popularity? You know, I mean, it, it, we're used to that now, but in the thirties, they'd never seen the likes of it. He was born on the tenth of February, nineteen oh three. 64 and a bit years before the Summer of Love. Incredible. That is a hefty amount. At that point, no one even thought a Summer of Love would even happen. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was the, the Summer of Nazi. You could say that. Um, now, Sindelar, he, he uh, was born to poor Czech immigrants. Uh, his, they, his parents, they went to live in, in Vienna. Sadly, his father died during the First World War, and when he was only 14, became a locksmith uh, to support his family, but would play football with his mates on the streets, using a ball sewn together with uh, rags and scraps of cloth. I thought you were going to say with key. <laughs> really heavy ball and, uh, some, Richard Some um, sold yeah. shoes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um, But at 16 He was scouted uh, By her for Vienna He impressed playing For their youth teams And was called up To the first team Aged 18 um, He was given the, the nickname The Paper Man uh, Due to his skinny build And his He managed to sort of Weave in and out Avoiding a lot of uh, Tackles yeah. and uh, <laughs> Ghost in and out Of players and whatnot. not um, Very flammable Incredible yeah <laughs> um, uh, So uh, he, he played there For a few years Scoring regularly He was a centre forward Wasn't he basically He, he was yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Played very well indeed Got a bad knee injury In, in 1923 uh, But a se- successful operation He came back And uh, due to this injury um, I mean he He was quite lightweight anyway And would, would kind of avoid Big challenges And all the rest of it That wasn't You, you know you think oh, Foreigners mate Don't like it <laughs> <laughs> You know you think Of some of the Barcelona team Now you know they, they, Yeah they get stuck in But it's a much more Delicate style of play yeah. You know as, as, as Well he seemed I mean it's very difficult To find foot of him and, and stuff but yeah. in photos he looks like quite a slight man in that's right that's anyway. right yeah yeah well anyway after the operation um, yeah, even more so he would try and uh, avoid uh, big tackles and whatnot. as you imagine in the 1920s there was a few of them flying about during yeah. the game so uh, he would compensate for this I think and 
Therefore, he he developed a style where he was always one step ahead of the game. Because yeah. you know you see it coming, avoid and uh, you know ghost round defenders. It's not as easy as that, though, is it? I mean, you've got to be good to do. No, that. of course. <laughs> but, but yeah, but, uh, back it, but you remember back in the day, you know, 1920s football tactics haven't hadn't developed anywhere near it had uh, towards the end of uh, the 20th century. Mm. Right? So uh, he got his first international call up in 1926 at the age of 23, scoring the winner in a 2 1 win against Czechoslovakia. He put in some good performances in the next two games as well. That's a derby. That is a derby. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, uh, you know, he's, he, he's, he was very skillful on the ball, did a lot of tricks, um, this kind of thing. He was a crowd pleaser. But um, this led to him being left out of the side um, for 14 matches because he was blamed for a defeat against um, a, a South German. German eleven side for being selfish. It's like David Ginola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so quite irrational stuff perhaps. Um, in nineteen thirty one he returned to the Austrian national team and inspired Austria to beat Scotland in a, in a shock win 5-0 yeah and Scotland were decent then as well by Scotland the way. were one of the best teams in the world yeah they were unbeaten um, in continental Europe it sounds odd to say that but Scotland were <laughs> decent then. yeah Scotland it? and England were the best teams then yeah no doubt you know that's right yeah um, anyway so that 5-0 win against Scotland this was the start of the uh, the most su- uh, most successful period in Austrian footballing history in the birth of the Wunder team mm. Um, so they, they, they came up against Germany They beat them 5-0 And then 6-0 They did away with Switzerland, France, Belgium uh, Perhaps um, their best result around that time Was playing arch-rivals Hungary Beating them 8-2 <laughs> um, uh, It's before the classic Hungary team though isn't it Yeah but still though I'm Hungary not, not going to go I'm just saying Well hung- uh, <laughs> It's that- interesting because Hungary sort of took a lot of their ideas on yeah. So Hungary were influenced by the Wunder team as far as I'm aware yeah. And so it's quite interesting how they got absolutely hammered And they, they go, go away and maybe they've learnt from that you In know? the same way when England were hammered by Hungary They no, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. uh, but uh, yeah, but well, they're an important side in the development of the of the game. Yeah, mm. this this Wunder team. And, and it, the Wunder team became was sort of almost half born out of coffee shop culture in Vienna, where they would talk about and be intellectual about the game, and that's right. And really drill down to the, the sort of the tactics and the intelligentsia of it, and and that, and that really manifests itself in their team, and that's why they were so far ahead of the curve, as mm. far as I'm aware. You know? yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, before we move on from that eight-two game, I have to say that in that match, Sindelar scored a hat trick and assisted the the other five. Five goals, <laughs> three goals and five assists. Not too bad. No, no complaints there. Uh, now this was a, around this time that Sindelar became known as the Mozart of football, yeah. which is a brilliant nickname. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think nobody. Oh, it's great. You'd be happy with that. Yeah, I mean the way he sort of dance around opposition defenders if they weren't there, and because uh, I am the Benjamin Britten of football. <laughs> It's like you last week the, being the maestro, Marcus. That's oh, yeah. it, yeah. yeah we, we've all got these great nicknames. Yeah. So, um, mine wasn't for footballing reasons. Um, uh, <laughs> now, many journalists said and pundits said that he had this this wit. Um, one man once said about him that he plays football as a grandmaster plays chess. That's you nice. know, and this goes on as you say that coffee culture, thinking about the game and, and yeah. the, the the intelligence behind it all. Now, in 1932, the Wunder team uh, went to take on. The team who were widely regarded as the best team in the world at the time, England. Can you believe it? Um, England did win the game 4 3, but it was the Austrians who took all the plaudits uh, and gained many admirers, especially in England as well. 
And Sindelar scored one of Austria's goals that night. And the referee, um, John uh, Langness, said about it, he said, Sindelar's goal was a masterpiece, which no one else, no one before him and no one after him could possibly have scored against opponents as good as the English. Starting on the halfway line, Sindelar sent off and in his uh, elegant manner, dribbled round everything which came at him, finishing with a back heel and shot into the net. <laughs> I wish I could see that. <laughs> it sounds absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. And somebody one even said that... He's entering the ch- last chance saloon for me. <laughs> back heel come on yeah. so, um, uh, somebody even commented that we, you wouldn't see a goal like that on such a big stage until Maradona 86 always against the English yeah. these great yeah. um, <laughs> we just let the game flow we let them play yeah. like, we, we are responsible for the, the yeah. beautiful game an English goal <laughs> <laughs> that's right that is right so uh, by the uh, summer of 90, uh, 1934 Austria had won uh, or drawn um, 28 games out of, of of 31 and uh, Cinderella that's when his fame was, was really at its height big money endorsing all things from, from suits to, to luxury cars um, 1934 of course was the World Cup Austria finished fourth um, which you know nowadays we'd probably think that was an incredible finish but they, that was they, Mussolini's Italy though wasn't it Mussolini's Italy they, they, they should have won it or at least been in the final they played Italy in the semi and were beaten 1-0 and the Austrians said uh, the, the, the biased uh, referee was just laughable yeah. um, and there was a moment in the match I think we've mentioned it before where the referee actually headed the ball to the, <laughs> an Italian player yeah. <laughs> he's not handled it so I don't want to complain on the way <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who was also in that team that Wunder team for, for a few years so Josef Bischan oh yeah, yeah. long term listener We'll remember him. Yeah, which is a profile, definitely. No, worth checking up front. Out. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and when you look at these guys' goal records, you think, well, they can't all have scored all the goals. Like yeah. they get ten goals well, a think, match. Yeah, yeah. true. I think Cinderella was more of a creator though. Yeah. Um, whereas Bischan was the ridiculous goal machine. It's yeah. definitely a profile worth checking out there, uh, people. Now, a few years later in Austria. Uh, the Nazis took over and it all went downhill quite dramatically Uh, the the Nazis they like to use football as a propaganda machine saw this opportunity in Austria of course Uh, one of the first things the new government of um, that's kind of newly established Austria under Nazi rule was to disband the country's uh, FA ban Jewish clubs Jewish players Jewish officials all that kind of terrible stuff of course Um, the Austrian football team was also disbanded Uh, well they they were sort of forced to merge with the German team to Mm. to create this one team because the German team weren't that great back then and we thought right we're having this lot you know (laughs) so uh, however Sindelar he didn't have any of it Oh. Kept refusing to play for them, um, and he he saw obviously the, the breakup of his of his team, which was um, terrible. But he managed to get the Germans to agree to play the Austrian team just one last time. This sounds like an FC Start style story. Well, <laughs> another profile worth checking yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was billed as a reunification derby, and uh, uh, it would kind of show a chance to see a, a bit of a bond between between the countries. So on April the third, nineteen thirty eight, they, they took to the field. Now again, there's allegations and, and rumours that the Austrians were told to take it easy to their Germanic brothers uh, on one thing and another so uh, the Wunder team in the first half uh, it looked a little bit um, sheepish in front of goal and they kind of let the Germans dictate the play Sindelar uncharacteristically putting some shots wide um, but then the moment came in the 70th minute Sindelar had enough smashed it 1-0 pop bang lovely <laughs> um, and then a few minutes later his teammate Sester smashed one in from 45 yards <laughs> I heard that Sindelar sort of celebrated quite provocatively as well he did he ran up to the box which had some of the uh, Nazi officials and all the rest of it in and was dancing in it's front of them up all of yours <laughs> yeah which is the sheer gall of that it just shows you the sheer gall of the man really 
Um, so <laughs> after that, all that kind of uh, they won two nil. They won two nil, um, and the Austrian crowd were absolutely loving it. So after all that kind of stuff died down, um, Sindelar maintained open and close friendships with Jewish people. It was a very bold thing to do at the time, and well, a very honourable thing to do, perhaps, in, in Austria. Um, and in his mid-30s, he was still one of the best players around. He, he stopped playing football, he bought a cafe and, and set up business, and the cafe's owner was a Jewish guy. And the, the Nazis uh, were taking his place off him, which was a kind of a, a theft act, if you like, a legal theft act. Sindelar was like, no, nope, not having that, I'll have it, thank you very much, and gave the man the money, and used, used to have all his mates, Jews and non-Jews, in oh, there right. the whole time, which, uh, which was incredible. Um... Sadly, not long after that, uh, Sindelar was found dead in his apartment with uh, with his girlfriend at the age of thirty five. And there's a, a lot of theories and, and one thing or another why the man died. I mean, it's worth reading up on because yeah. obviously we only get a certain amount of time on the show, so we can't go into everything. Yeah, but there's so many different theories about how he died. That's right. Yeah, um, uh, perhaps the, the most credible one is it, it was indeed an accident. There was uh, a chimney was blocked, and poor maintenance, carbon monoxide poisoning was the reason given. And uh, and, and perhaps, as I say, that's perhaps the most credible one. People sort of said the Nazis killed him. Was it suicide? One thing or another. I don't know. But what we do know is 15,000 people turned out for his funeral, mm-hmm. which shows how much the man was loved. And in a recent poll, he was voted Austria's footballer of the 20th century. Um, so, yeah, one of the most influential players of his day, the Mozart of football. Incredible man. And, and, and in he comes to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. <laughs> Alright then gang That is the end Of the football ramble For this week Thanks for listening um, If you'd like to uh, Get in touch with us The email address is Show at thefootballramble.com And the website is Thefootballramble.com Luke what's been going on? Yes Loads of um, cool stuff um, We rolled out the Minute by minute coverage We had yes. Arsenal Newcastle Arsenal Sorry on Saturday uh, We'll be doing a couple more of those In, in the near future So make sure you check out Thefootballramble.com For updates um, And all sorts of things like that uh, Chris Mann is, Did his first of his New Premier League Focus blog About QPR um, We've got Chris Knee Blog on Freddie Adu Oh uh, yeah 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 um, Yeah lots of other things Like the forum and, 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 and the usual stuff So get over to Thefootballramble.com Pete Hey uh, Well every Monday Pretty much when while we're recording I guess But we have recorded it uh, ESPN's fine programme uh, With Nat Coombs and Kelly Gates Talk of the Terrace mm. It's just a It's a show about football basically yeah. And uh, we're providing the sort of commentary for the matches aren't we really For the go- goals highlights The goal stuff, highlight yeah. packages uh, yeah. Well I say we I mean So it's 6.30 see, every week any, I think Don't see any of you guys recording them do you? <laughs> <laughs> It's all Pete It's all me and uh, You don't have a dog and bark yourself do you Pete <laughs> <laughs> Very good Luke so, Very yeah. good And I'd like to thank uh, Umbro for letting me play out Wembley last week Hey see you later guys Woo <laughs> <laughs> Knob <laughs> uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Ta-ta. I always wanted to play for Celtic, and I think uh, I always wanted to play for Liverpool. I always wanted to play for Celtic, and I think uh, I always wanted to play for Liverpool. I always wanted to play for Celtic, and I think uh, I always wanted to play for Liverpool. I always wanted to play for Celtic, and I think uh, I always wanted to play for Liverpool. Popsicles. <laughs> hey, muscly arms. Where's the paper? I'll tell you what. When I'm fucking really there. <laughs> what a massive Copper Monday album. I don't think if you're rich, there's anything wrong with having a bed that is the shape of a Copper Monday album. <laughs> and, and the upper would be the blanket. But and, and the wheels. The wheels would be like the mouldy bits. So what you could the do, wheels? If you, if you want to roll. Ro- <laughs> How many yeah. wheels? Are, cut wheels. Are you confusing roller? Oh, you'd want boots to travel around with in it, football boots. <laughs>